0: It's the Division B podcast with me, Brandon Moss, and him, Ben Georgegel. Welcome to episode seven of the Division B podcast. Uh, it's Easter Monday. Happy Easter, Ben. Happy Easter, Brandon. It's been it's been a decent week, isn't it? Now's your Easter, Ben?
1: It's been good. It's been good. good. Had, had, had family round. It was nice. Good nice. to see them. Football's not bad. As, as we're recording, Palace just scraped another point, as they we did. do. They it's did. going well. And it's, and the football
0: is back now. It's not like international no. break. Which You know what? I didn't mind the international break this week. You saw a few shocks, especially uh, North Macedonia beating Germany. But Timo Werner at his finest. <laughs> oh, it's what he's been doing all season, Ben. <laughs> just simple shots, can't put them away um but yeah main football is back but we're talking about the american football this week we are um and just a disclaimer last week's show was called it's time to go and that wasn't taking the mick out of claude no. who um from Arsenal who actually tragically passed away yeah, yeah. the day after um he was a legend of the sporting world if, if
1: anything it's a um tribute it was to a tribute yeah. yeah
0: he's rest in peace claude he's he's done a lot for arsenal um a lot for the Arsenal fan TV, or AFTV, I have to call it now, their uh, progress and everything. Um, yeah, so it'll be sorely missed by everyone, I think. Um,
1: this week, it's a bit of the opposite to time to go, isn't it? The the NFL's big striking news this week, mm. that we're going to be covering in, I'd say, pretty good fluidity and depth this week. This is like, this
0: is probably the the week where we've, where everything links up. Mo- All of our
1: subjects yeah. really link. The most professional week. <laughs> week. <laughs> Without the five minute conversation on, on English football. Oh, so, that's an no. interesting one. That's a one to keep an eye on. on because me yeah, yeah, and Ben had a few <laughs> little tuffles about that. I, I had to keep Brandon at bay, making sure he didn't, didn't hear my points before our lovely listeners did. I was steaming. But so, carry on, carry on. <laughs> so, as we've said, not much breaking news this week in the world of American football. Mm. Everything's calming down. Everything's looking at pro days. Alabama had their second. Mac Jones looked very good he again. Did. Nice little tribute to the Navy with Bill Pilichek. Bill, yeah. Bill the Czech. Oh, yes, uh, Ben. <laughs> go and listen to episode five if you haven't already. Uh, Mac Jones looked good. He L- did. Najee Harris looked good. Mm. Devontae Smith. Smith looked good. They all did. Alabama Crimson Tide out there, like, they That's could the be big going into week eighteen of the NFL season. Week eighteen, then. Oh, I was going to. Some of you listeners week may have the same reaction as Brandon. Week eighteen. What? What are we on about? Yes, it is confirmed. Roger Goodell, NFL, have come out and they have stated it is an eighteen-week NFL playing season. One week extra. One week extra. No so, buy. It's not two bye weeks. No, it's no, still one by week. John Fisher. The old Rams coach would be in hell. He can't go 8-8 eight eight anymore. <laughs> Unless it's 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one. But no one wants that. It's <laughs> no. terrible. It's to me, that's still a negative record. You have to be at a positive or negative record. So, let's get straight into it, Brandon, I think. Go ahead, I'm intrigued so, about this. It's the first extension of 43 years in the NFL for game weeks. 43 years, it has been a 17-week schedule, one bye week. Do, do you know? You know what it, do you know what it was before? I'm not entirely sure to be honest with you. My research didn't go that deep. That's absolutely fine. I'm guessing it wasn't as much. I'm guessing. No, it was I, like I reckon probably ten. I reckon. I, I really? Think they, I think they kept in the NFC and the AFC, and then they met, oh, and then they yeah. met in the playoffs for the Super Bowl. I, I think. Don't know if I prefer that.
0: But oh well. Carry on. on. Sorry, I interrupted you.
1: Uh, so yes, it is eighteen regular season weeks with one bye week still. Each team will take part in one additional game at the end of the season. Now, this is obviously news that will be broadening overseas that Brown is going to cover later on. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I'm going to talk to you about is a very, very, very interesting plan that the NFL come up with. It's the AFC week versus the NFC. Sorry, AFC versus NFC week. Week 18, last week of the season. So, every division of the NFC will pay another division of the AFC. So, for this season we have the NFC East against the AFC East the NFC West against the AFC North the NFC South against the AFC South and the NFC North against the AFC West now I'm not sure like, there are a lot of letters yeah, in there was, a lot there. Of the letters there was some regions there. so i i'm going to cover this a, a bit deeper again when it comes to the power rankings this week that i think is quite a good one heading into the 2021 season but I wasn't quite sure when reading this, how, how uh, the, the clarity on it. Mm. I know that within the division versus division, it is done on rankings. So, for example, the Cardinals finished third in our division, so we're we playing the Browns, who finished third in the division. Yeah. But I also think it's done, don't quote me for this, don't state me for this, is that the NFC, based on how your division did, goes up against how, the, like, the same place of the AFC. If that makes sense. So they've worked out, out of the four divisions, how they did based on records. Oh, so they add up all their records and they see who's most... Who's done the best and who's done the worst. Yeah. So I think it's that. I'm not entirely sure. I know that one to four, one plays one, two plays two, three plays three, four plays four, in terms of the teams in each division. But division against division, I'm not entirely sure on. I
0: think that would make sense because yeah. I was thinking about um the Patriots group, they've obviously got the NFC East, which is yes. the Cowboys Giants and they all they, they were flopped. Terrible. And then I was thinking about They you know, all had the, negative records. They yeah. all had neg- and then the AFC East, which our one is in Yeah you know, the Jets had, which probably brought you down. But poor. But then we had eight wins. The Dolphins mm. had ten and the um but, and the um Bills had ten mm. or eleven. So yeah. That, high, guess, yeah.
1: That does make sense. So, how does this affect the season? I I hear you ask. The first week is the Thursday, 9th of September. There's only three pre-season games this season. I like that. So, less fliff faff more, right, this is our roster, let's get them in, let's play them. And I like that. I think it's, you know, they still have the time to see, okay, is this guy going to fit us? We can put him in. Mm. And if he doesn't? You're gone. Yeah, exactly. Get better. Go somewhere else. Find somewhere else. So I think that is really good. The Super Bowl is pushed back a week. So there's still a week rest in between the... Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl and and then the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl is on February 13th, 2022. For Americans, it's a very, very unlucky number being on the 13th. I think it's Valentine's Day, isn't it? 14th. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit bad.
0: And I think that's probably the first week. Because they used to call it I think the Super Bowl Sunday was always the first week of Feb. Yeah. So that must have that this must be the first time that the Super Bowl hasn't been played. I'm not sure. Or the second so, time. Yeah. I don't, don't know, know. But um for the lot from since when I was watching it so
1: far, it's been always the first week of February. So that's yeah. It's changed it all up. Yeah, big time, big time. So 17 games has it's been in the pipeline for a while. It's mm-hmm. it's it's been thrown about like, I watch Pat McAfee quite a lot on YouTube and listen to him on Spotify when I'm doing my shopping in Tesco. And, uh, What's your go to meal deal? Oh, Taking it from Jack mate. <laughs> what is your go to meal deal? Tesco, right? We're going on a bit of a tangent here, but it's definitely worth doing. We can. It's Easter Monday, it's on holiday, oh, we can do what definitely. we want. That's, that's true. No script. Uh, I'm not a big fan of cold food, right? So I'm, I know it sounds weird, right? Okay. But I much prefer warm food if it's like a sandwich or a wrap hmm. Tesco used to do a banging hoisin dark wrap that used Whoa. to be dark hoisin sauce spring onion no no extra salad no <laughs> lettuce no basil no <laughs> stupid leaves right so I get that Tyrell's sweet chilli pepper crisp nice banging I'll have a sucker for a coca cola I mean Gosh. you've known me for long enough <laughs> <laughs> I used to walk into school with a litre of Coke and drink it by break, you know. So <laughs> that's Coca Cola, not Rishi Suni stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your, what's your meal deal, Brandon?
0: I actually <laughs> had a meal deal today, then. No way! You know what? I'm pretty bored. I'm a bit like Ben Foster if you've seen these. Uh... Oh, he's already salted, man. Hey? No, no, no. It's the sandwich. Prawn mayonnaise. Oh, I love prawn mayonnaise. Uh, crisps, skips. Mm. They've got the grab bags now, so it's like they're the, huge.
1: They're big massive. Shout, and big then shout. Um, drink Fanta. To be fair, I, I, re- I think that's a strong meal deal. I love I'm not a fan well. of seafood. hoisin duck. So I'm not a fan of seafood, but from what I know about seafood and from what people say, prawn is, is like the chicken of prawn the is, seafood. <laughs> prawn is the chicken of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there was a Nando's equivalent for seafood, it'd be based around prawns. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to. I like that. Fact. I like that. It's a nice <laughs> little gateway. I like that. Uh, no, not a gateway. Tangent. Anyway. Back to seventeen games. So, you may say, "What what happens?" Obviously, there's no equal record anymore. There's no eight and eight. I mean, technically, there's eight eight and one, mm. which is as equal as you can physically get. Yeah. But the chance of a tie then going eight and eight is is very slim. Yeah, yeah. So. It's 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 quite bad. It's it's I I think it makes next season even more exciting. Yeah, I think
0: it's going to be great. I think they just I mean they love it over there and we love it over here now. Yeah. It's just like you get you get an extra week and you feel like the N- the NFL season compared to Major League Baseball, NBA, yeah. and all that. They've got about 80 games in the NBA. Yeah. 82 games in a regular season for the NBA, and then MLB 162 games. Yeah, they get. but then the NFL you've only got 16, 17, and if then you, you, if you if, if you don't even get playoffs, exactly. Yeah. And it's like it just gives them more of a chance of just showing the people. It's, it's just good to have an extra week there. Oh, you definitely. It, you have it for one more week, and it's it would make a difference, especially for loads of teams now because. Then at the end of the season, if you go to an owner and you go, we're 8-8, eight eight, they're like, okay, it's, it's it's literally a bang average season. Yeah. But now, every team has either got a positive record or a negative record, unless they obviously get the
1: 8-8-1, eight, eight and one, which is highly unlikely. Oh my God, it's breaking news. The Jets trading QB Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers for a 2021 sixth round pick and second and fourth round picks in 2022. Courtsy of Adam Schefter. Two weeks in a row, Brandon. We've had breaking news oh on show with NFL Week. That is unbelievable. So and that... does that Surely that clears up Zach Wilson going to the Jets? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's one of them... Three.
0: Wow. It's That's, like... Yes. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is obviously... Probably so so Zach Wilson, Justin, Justin Fields, Fields or Trey Lance. Or Matt Jones. Or Matt Jones. He's, he's showing himself. That's mad. That's huge. Anyway... We need to stop going on tangents. That could be next week. No, <laughs> uh, the week after. Or next week. Or, or the- draft special. Draft special. There we go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So teams will go back to owners at the end of the season and the owners will say, you've got a positive record. You've got a negative record. And they can work on that. I think it's going to be more... You can, you'll can, you be able to see how good a team yeah. is depending on how, how they are because they are either positive or negative. But um, the question I've got for you, Ben, I've heard a lot of this when they've been speaking about this, are the players happy with it? Because they, there's, a, there's a problem with... They don't like pre-season having four pre-season no. games anyway because they the injuries. So are they actually happy that they have one more competitive game they actually have to try at?
1: Yeah. So, direct quote from Alvin Kamara's Twitter page. Dumb. Dot, dot, dot. As hell. Clearly he's already very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think pre-season's different because you you try out your second team, unless yeah. you're the Kansas City Chiefs in the 2020 Super Bowl. You know, if you're online, you're starting your second team, it's not really, <laughs> you know, going to work, but you go for it anyway. Um, but the the thing that I find very interesting is there's the NFL Player Association. Yes. So that's led by, I believe it's, they have a chairman which is voted in by them and then almost every player in the league is, is part of that. Not every player is. Sure. But the majority of them are. And that, they they receive news and they give the news to the players and then it has to be approved from them mm-hmm. because obviously they're the guys who play the game. Yeah. So although you get the reactions like Alvin Kamara, there's there's some agreement that has clearly been done to say that the players are happy about it. Mm. So it's 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 a hard one to judge because you're gonna get the people at like Alvin Kamara, but then you're gonna get in my opinion, like I think the QBs, the receivers the defensive edge rushers people like that they'll love it because yeah, sure. Get more chances stats then. big games big mm. moments so I think that's interesting and, and for me personally as we've already mentioned with the MLB and the NBA it's not like they're playing three games a week travelling across the country is no, it true. you know yeah. you have the Bucks. let's just say the Milwaukee Bucks. They'll go to LA and they'll play Sacramento Kings. They'll play the Clippers. They'll play the Lakers. And then they'll go down to Arizona and play the Suns. Mm. And they'll get on the plane. They'll have two days off, which they undoubtedly have training on one of them, yeah. which is four hours plus gym work, plus recovery. And then they'll be at home to, say, the Nets, the Knicks, and the Wizards. Yeah. Whereas in the NFL, you know you have a game Monday, sorry Thursday, Monday, Sunday. Yeah. And you have five to seven days to nine days to recover yeah. so yes you, you could argue that it's a lot more draining on the body because of the mm. physical contact yeah but looking at it from a i hate saying this as an athlete yeah the nba athletes are athletes yeah whereas nfl players are nfl players mm. so in a way it's kind of like grow a pair and get on with it like Get the spectators interested again, especially after coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. And go and for it. it. You know what? They, I reckon, they've done that because of more money. So
0: you oh, get have you seen week. their TV deal? Their TV it's deals mad. are unreal. It's, it's huge. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think they were before it was obviously agreed and everything. I think they when I was watching Good Morning Football the other the other week or whatever they were saying that if there's an extra week. They may have added another bye week, so each team gets yeah. two bye weeks. But like you say, just grow up. Just take, <laughs> take one. Trip. It's going to be interesting to see how many <clears throat> how many injuries you get this season compared yeah. to last season. Big time. But yeah. And also, another question I've got for you. It's always a, it's always a said thing. People want to know, it's only happened once, I believe. With um the Dolph- Shuler's dolphins in 1972 uh, 72 or 73, I think. yeah, well, they went the whole season, regular season, I think this is unbeaten. So who is going to be the first 17 and0 team? And it's not unbeaten. it's 17 and no. No one's ever done 17 games unbeaten. Who's going to be the first 17 and0 team then?
1: Um, is it going to be this season? So I haven't gone out and looked at schedules. Uh, time time restraints with university and placement and whatnot. but I, I, I've gone off the cusp here and I've thought who's looked good this year who's brought in players who's from my top 5 free agencies or top 5 teams to look forward to in 2021 and not only have I done a 2021 prediction I've done a 2022 prediction oh, as well and i say this 2021 I've gone for a fellow AFC East Candidate. Buffalo Bills. And I'm throwing this out there for a couple of reasons. Okay. You have Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders in a defensive orientated team. Mm. Let us think in. Sean McDermott is a defensive coach. He's not offensive. He's defensive focused. Yeah. And they took complete control of that division. They did. And they're only gonna get stronger. And it depends what Patriots team we see, definitely. If Bill can work his magic, and mm. if like that, it's like Gronk and Hernandez and Brady again, yeah. then fair enough. It's going to be harder for the Bills. But as it stands, going into it, I think the Bills look good for a 2021-17-0. 20, then, wow. 2022. This one is a bit of a curveball. I've put a bit of Jeremy Lynch swazz on it here. <laughs> okay. The Cleveland Browns in 2022. That's an interesting choice. Right? they the up and coming team. Yeah. There. Baker had a good season last season. He's only going to grow. If Odell Beckham stays, if Jarvis Landry stays, they've got two, I think they had two draft picks, their second and fourth round who were injured last year. Mm. They're coming back and their second round pick was one of the LSU Tigers linebackers. Who won the Who won the championship and was tipped to go first round. Bear that in mind. Then, as well as that, the AFC North, the last two seasons, have had the two longest streaks of unbeaten games. The Ravens went 9-0, I believe. Did they? I think. In, it was even 9 or 10-0 in the 2019 season. Yeah. And obviously, in the 2020, the Steelers went and 0 mm. and didn't win a game since. But there's some good juju around them. Do you get that? That, right? that is terrible. Do you get it? Yeah. Because Juju Yeah it's like is a good, And then Juju yeah. the And the place Plays with the Steelers Yeah Nice So, so we're going to move on <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah <laughs> But obviously they're, they're, That seems to be The division With the Hot streaks. Mm. So They're my two Do you realistically Think anything Can happen I think the Bills I mean I haven't looked At the schedule But between those two I would go the Bills Rel- like Whether it's 2021 Or not Do you reckon It's realistic as well I'd say so. Really? Well, I, I, I don't know the schedule, which I think is a massive Fine, contributing yeah. factor. But I would say the Bills, I don't think you could pass on in this season. I think, I genuinely think they may compete at the Chiefs of the AFC. I really do. Do you reckon they can win the Super Bowl? Not with the Bucks looking how they look. Still. Yeah. With
0: unless the old, With the old unless, man still.
1: Unless Brady comes back and he's got the arm size of a five-year-old. Yeah. Then... No. He still hasn't responded to my message. Oh, that's a
0: shame. I never <laughs> texted him. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah, that's really interesting that um, the set the 17 games, it's changed basically the whole landscape in the NFL for the next yeah. god knows how many years. And that's where my topic comes into it this this week. As we see 17 games in the NFL being played, this takes a toll on the international games. Huge. Your games in the UK. Mexico. So from twenty twenty-two there will be at least four international games a season. Okay? I don't think that's ever I think that's that's been around for the last three or four years, but when they started coming over here about ten, fifteen years ago, um it was never that many. And for the first eight years, uh a select four what have I put select four teams from each conference of nine home games to be the home team. So, as we'll see, 17 games, you're going to have nine home games and eight away games. Um, and this year is the NFC. The Falcons are being confirmed. Yeah, eight, they? yeah, yeah. So, four of the NFC teams who have got nine home games will play at uh, an international stage as the home team. To make it even, because there's always been in the past, there's been um, teams saying, we don't want to lose one of our home games there. Yeah. Like... You're not at home. You've only got seven games or so. So it kind of cuts that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so select four teams from either the NFC or the AFC from the teams who have the nine home games will play there. And every this is the massive thing. Every team team will play an international game every eight seasons. So every team will either play in the UK or Mexico or a few other places which they've spoken about. Wow! Every eight seasons, which is huge. Because over here in the UK, we've both been to NFL games over yeah. here, and you go in the stadium and you see a colour oh, of jerseys. Yeah, colour. Everyone has got different jerseys
1: on and people have only seen maybe their team once. Yeah and their team I mean, I'm not you know, you it's just me being a Killjoy, devil's advocate, a lot of them are bandwagoners, you know. A lot of A Rodge shirts going yeah. out, a lot of Brady shirts. But yeah, of course besides the point, fans of still Yeah. Maybe in the UK you can see your team Play
0: every eight years, um, and the Jaguars play may play two or three games in the UK because they're oh, yeah, they the, U, they're the yeah. UK team. Um, it's a, like Trevor say, Lawrence in London, mate. Could you that's That'll gonna happen. Be It'll be happen next year, um, and it's huge because this continues to grow the sport over broad and having the seventeenth game doesn't only bring the sport in America huge even more, mm. but over abroad it's going to make even bigger um and pretty much every every fan is hopefully going to see their team play once that's every eight years which is obviously massive
1: so obviously you said the uk and mexico where are these other countries that are being thrown about then well i'll tell you then so the uk
0: obviously the main one they've hosted 28 games since I think their first one was 2007. That's, um, quite, that's a lot. Yeah, 2007 to 2008. Um, Mexico have also been involved, and they've got four games. But there's also been Germany. also Germany have been talked about because a lot of a lot to of international fair, players come from Germany.
1: Arena. Yeah, exactly. Signal Dunar. Imagine. Oh. Oh.
0: the Americans won't understand that. No, not <laughs> um, But there's also Canada as well. So Germany
1: and yeah, Canada could have a few. A few games at their place as well. I think Canada had a preseason game last season. I think the I think the oh, Packers they? played, uh, some some other team yeah. out in out in Canada because mm. obviously they're Wisconsin, so it's just through the oh, border, and they're easy. in like Ottawa or something. Yeah, so they've never
0: played a. They're the only NFL team to never play abroad. The Packers in an actual season, in an actual season, regular season. They're the only team never to play abroad. That's interesting. But yeah, we could have a few more, few more countries in the pipeline
1: with uh, Germany and Canada there. So, with that, with with the growth in international sport, international sport, international games, will there be a Super Bowl in the UK in the future, in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, in Wembley, in Twickenham, in the London Stadium? Will, will there be one? I hope so, but it's not going to happen. No. It,
0: it can't. Like... It's like the it's... Champions League being played in Argentina. Exactly. Yeah. Like and it's even more so because the NFL is solely American
1: mm.
0: it's like the FA Cup being played in Japan the FA Cup <laughs> it's such a British iconic yeah, thing in, in, in sport the Super Bowl is so Americanised as well like the yeah, adverts the and half-time the halftime, half-time show you don't get any of that over here it's a spectacle <laughs> well, and it's so Americanised you're doing the Champions League now don't you? Oh yeah, you do. I played yeah. Pittball the other year. Well, I am, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but it just wouldn't be right cuz you could you imagine the American fans who've supported their clubs for years, I'd be And they get to the Super Bowl and they're like you can't travel there because it's in the UK. I don't have the funds to do that. I can't no. I can't see my team i support sport my whole life get to this stage
1: and I can't even go I so, imagine if it's like the Bengals or or the Cardinals who have mm. never won a Super Bowl, I, like Obviously if, if it wasn't in the UK for the Cardinals, I'd be gassed. Yeah. And even if I am a student right now, whatever price that ticket, I'm copping it mm. and I'll take I'll take the um the overdraft, like I'm going. <laughs> right? But a hundred percent, like if Palace miraculously ever get to a European final and then they said oh it's in Australia, I'd be like, do you want it's a joke. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they can't
0: I don't think the NFL would allow it. Because it's so it's such an American like it's like a holiday really yeah, in America. It's That's huge. Super Bowl Sunday, they eat three point six billion divs or whatever, you know. Massive grills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I hope it can happen in the future, but realistically it will never
1: happen because it's yeah. it's America's sport. And, and rightly so. Yeah, hundred percent. So bit bit off radar, didn't prepare for this. Oh no. If, if there is one sport in America that yeah. you see having a finals in overseas who is it what sport is it it'll be it'll be the NFL you reckon it'll be the NFL because it's the largest sport over I mean
0: the Major League Baseball I think have had one or two games over here for the last they had it in London Stadium yeah they yeah, have been in London Stadium for like, the last three COVID. years mm. um, NBA they've had a few I think they've had a few games but not O two. 2 yeah exactly um, National Hockey League I, I haven't got no, really I a clue about a clue. <laughs> the NFL is huge over here now Mm. It's massive over here, and it has continues to grow. So, if there was one, it would be the Super Bowl, because how big it is over here now, yeah. and it's the biggest American sport over here. But it's still not going to happen. Which I'm
1: sorry, it doesn't really help That's... your <laughs> it doesn't yeah. help your question. <laughs> it doesn't really answer it. Because I'd almost I'd almost go to NBA Finals. You go NBA Finals. You look at it right. and I think we've had this discussion before. Out of the four major sports—Major League Baseball, NHL, NFL, and NBA. Out of those, they they all call themselves the world champions. Mm. But the two sports that are actually world champions are NHL and NBA. Because yeah, NBA. they have the best players in the world. Like, you see the NBA now, in the All-Star game, there for the first time ever, there were two starters. Yeah. With Porzingis and, not Porzingis, Doncic and Sabonis. Mm. They were two starters, right? And you're seeing it grow... In terms of drafting Europeans, yeah, and yeah, Antetokounmpo, Greek, Greek, Post, top three players out there with Kevin Durant and LeBron. Mm. It, it's, it's huge. It's, it's huge. And, and it's a European. Sports. And it's like Real Madrid have a team, Barcelona, Barcelona have a team, team. Yeah. Taserai. It's I, I think it's the NBA. If that would it, make Out of any of the sports, because they are actually world champions, and it's 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 a world finals. It's 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 like the Champions League yeah. for me, in my opinion. That does make sense. Mm. I, I do agree. I don't with think it'll happen. No, I, but I
0: I agree with you in terms of exactly like a lot of the players in in the NBA aren't American; they're they're European and things like that. But I think the coverage of the NBA in I don't obviously don't know about other countries, but in the UK it's, it it doesn't get spoken it's about. On, it's on the this Sky, but it's always on like
1: two or three. Yeah, exactly. In the and there's not yeah. many
0: games over here. So if, if in like ten years' time. You get the same number of NBA games over here, which I think they can easily do because each team are playing eighty two games a year and not seventeen now. Yeah. If they can, if they can get the same amount of games over here or in around in and around Europe, than they do the NFL, then absolutely that will go top of my list because, like you say, they are the world champions. They're, yeah. They're all over the all over the country and all over the globe.
1: Exactly. So. With that in mind, with fixtures in mind, should we should we go into my power rankings? Go ahead, boss. So this week, it's it's been a tricky one because we've had the pro days and we've had we've had the end of the season and we've had trades and we've had free agency. I think we're still in free agency, but it's 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 minimal, other than the sand battle yeah. trade that has just happened <laughs> on air, yet again. So what, do I do? What, what, what did I go with? I'll tell you what I went with. I went with the top five games to look forward to in the 2021 game. i for this. Now, I, hope o- I hope they're all one o'clock games in America so they six o'clock here <laughs> and I don't have to wake up at 2am. The only annoying thing is, is despite the fixtures have been released, the schedules haven't. Right. So, other than obviously the week 18 games, they're the only ones that are being confirmed for their date. Yeah. So... With that in mind, I started with eight games in my mind that made sense, and then I whittled it down to the five. Nice. So, I will say all those eight, just just to put a memory in our listeners' mind, and, and in your mind. Okay. The Patriots versus the Buccaneers. Nice. The Patriots versus the Colts. The Bills at the Chiefs. The Browns versus the Cardinals. Uh, the Browns at Chiefs. The Packers at the Chiefs. Cardinals at the Titans and the Rams versus the Buccaneers. They're the top eight for me. Okay. Okay. So bear that in mind. Going into number five. Yeah. Where would you put number five? Well, what would you put number five, rather? Can I ever look at them again? Have you got them all? Okay. There you go. is looking face to face. Number five. I will go... I'm actually... I'm not... I've covered
0: up very poorly. (laughs) It's fine. I will go... Oh, no, they're all good. Cardinals at Titans. I've got Bucks and Patriots.
1: Number five? Number five, but I have reasoning. I have reasoning, listeners. I actually, have reasoning. Have problems.
0: you got ticks next to the ones you've picked?
1: Yeah. Okay. I won't do oh, that anymore. Not, all of, not all of them. Only three. <laughs> okay. Only three. Oh, fine. <laughs> okay, I know what one's going now. Available now, Brady is back at Foxborough. He's back at the Gillette Stadium. Big news, right? Massive news. Brady versus Bill Belichick. Belichick check, Whatever you want. Whatever you prefer. <laughs> Re-energise New England against the Super Bowl champions and arguably the Super Bowl favourites. Yeah. But, as mentioned previously, the reason why this is a number five mm-hmm. is because we don't know what Patriots we're getting. Uh, I like that. We don't know what Cam yep. we're getting yet. We don't know what Brady we're getting yet. Yep. Are we getting... Final year Patriots Brady. Or are we getting Super Bowl winning Brady? Are we getting MVP Cam? Or are we getting post-surgery Cam? Mm. And this is why it is number five. Okay, I do think... Hopefully it's a late season game. Yeah. And by then we'll have a gist of... If it is a big game. And I will hold my hands up there and then. And I will say to you in person... Yes. It should be number one on my list. <laughs> but... As it stands right now, I'm just reason. The yeah. reason. I, I I think it's a game for the history books, though. I I do still believe mm. that Bill versus Tom. Is it? Was it Bill? Was it Tom? Was it both of them? We're gonna find out.
0: I think that's. I think that is the biggest generational game this season. Yeah. Because for the last twenty years, it's been them two side by side, And and deck of the NFL <laughs> world. <laughs> they were. Yeah. And one's left, and now you get to see. One year on after one of them's win the Super Bowl and one of them doesn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. You can see
1: what it all really was. I do think that there could be one factor that restricts the full ability, the full um what's the word? Potential of the game. Mm-hmm. And that is the box defense. They retained they're full starting 22 players. Do you think it's That's just going to be a whitewash <laughs> They get to
0: Cam and he gets out. And and the shoulder dies. And, yeah.
1: and you see Cam going down that shoulder. Collarbone bends in. Jared Stidham comes in. and Hopefully not. Hopefully, <laughs> it, hopefully a rookie callback. I, I, I don't know. I'm I, glad it's in the top five. Yeah. That. Oh, and I, I, I think if I didn't put that in the top five, I'd be chatting shit. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. And I understand your reason why yeah. it's not. Yep. Further up. So, well. okay. moving on, number four. What are you going with? Oh, you can see number four. That.
0: Number four. Uh, I will go with. I think the Browns and the uh Browns and Cardinals. Cardinals and the Browns? You are
1: correct. Yes. So massive. That's the two the I, two guys going up there. I think. I I. I feel guilty saying this because I'm a Cardinals. You fan. shouldn't, but I think card is better than Lamar. I do. I I think his his accuracy in He's throwing. Browns
0: and Cardinals. I I know,
1: but oh. he, hear me out. I'm I'm extending oh, sorry. it. So I think you have the two new big boys in the league. Mm. You have two former Oklahoma Sooners. You have. Oh, I didn't even think of that. It yeah, it's and this this is this is, this is these are contributors to the fixture as well as just the names of the franchises. Wow. Right? And you have the next big mobile QB mm. and you have the next big pocket presence QB other than Josh Allen. Yeah. Right. And even when, when Baker looks good, he's probably on part of Josh Allen. Mm. When, when he looks good. But that is that is probably one every eight games. Yeah. So you don't know what you're going to get. But you have the two new big QBs in the league. Very different skill sets, very different things. And they're still both trying to prove themselves. Although the Browns got to the playoffs this year, they were third in their division. Hmm. Although the Cardinals went eight and eight, we should have gone nine and seven. We should have probably gone ten and six. That's that's the reality of it. They need to both prove themselves. Former teammates, both Oklahoma Sooners. Kyler sat behind Baker for a year before going to the National Championship of Oklahoma, winning the National Championship, winning the Heisman Trophy. He beat the Browns last season. Mm. He's got the bragging rights. Can can Baker take those back? You're showcasing two unbelievable rosters. You've got Miles Garrett against J.J. Watt. You've got Carlo against Baker. You have DeHolt versus OBJ. You have Christian Kirk versus... um, why have I forgotten his name? Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Hopefully, you have a good running back against Nick Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's literally Rams locking horns. And it's going to be really interesting. As well as two young head coaches. Steve Stefanski mm. and Cliff Kingsbury. I just think it's a match made in heaven. Week 18. That is...
0: To me, it's like, if we look at it in a football aspect of this season, it's like the Aston Villa against the West Ham. The two dogs. up-and-coming mm. teams. And I yeah. reckon, give it give it a few years and I can see Browns Cardinals Super Bowl. Yeah. Give it three, three... Two, two, three. I two, reckon. three years and
1: that is a genuine Super Bowl matchup. I only say two, three because... I think the Browns are ahead of us in the rebuild by one year. Yeah, but depending on what happens this year, we could be on par. But your rebuilders out taken off, outsh- yeah, outshone surely theirs. I think Stefanski's made theirs look what it should have looked of under Freddie Kitchens last year. Right. I I think he, I think he was their missing key, mm. their missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah. I think he's come in and he's he's done wonders. That's going to be a great That's number four. I I think that's worthy, number four.
0: I think that that could have been high, you know. Number three, I am going for...
1: Uh, Ram's Bucks. He's got to hit the nail on the head. Yes! the Rams at the Buccaneers. Now, I put this in, right? And this this is going to hurt me. Because there is actually a rivalry between the Cardinals and the Rams. It is a legitimate thing. (laughs) All right. But I'm not putting this in for their scheduled game in the season. And I'll tell you why. What? This could be a possible NFC title game. I think if Matthew Stafford wakes up over in LA under Sean McVay with Cooper Cup, with Cam Akers with AD leading that defence I think you've got a great chance of beating us beating the Seahawks beating the 49ers who don't even know what's happening with their QB yeah along with Stafford's arguably biggest chance and challenge ever he's from from two let's let like I'm definitely a newbie to the sport I think you're couple of years ahead of me mm. Stafford has always been hyped about but never shown his he hasn't true team. potential yeah and he's finally got that yeah. he's finally under a great offensive minded coach young coach good team competitive division mm. Stafford if you are good prove it this, this is your division to prove yeah, it absolutely here. Two great defenses with two offensive minds coaches. the only, The only thing is Brady's two one against Stafford. I mean, oh, so. is Yeah, he is. But he was at the he was at the lines. Yeah, and but there was one year when they had a good team, and right. that was the year they beat the Patriots. I, I keep I, I've put it down twice here. Prove yourself now, mm. Stafford. Go go out and show that you are. That number one round pick in two thousand nine or two thousand ten, whenever it was, I, I think this this is it. You haven't got long left in the league. Make yourself a Hall of Fame quarterback. This is where you do it. I completely agree
0: with you with that saying that he has to prove himself because, like you've said, he has been hyped up about a lot. Matthew Stafford, you still, and people say Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback for the Detroit Lions team. And basically, uh, from yeah. what he's working with, he's done he's done pretty good. Um, so yeah like you say he's got he's got minimal excuses this year yeah like his receivers are great his defence is great that he can he all he has to do is just score touchdowns because the defence will take care of that with yeah. AD uh, Aaron Donald there and it's a bit like it's a bit like Cam Newton with the Patriots this season with these receivers Matthew Stafford's actually gone to a good team who went to the playoffs last year and beat the Seahawks yeah and just about, and um, just lost to the Packers.
1: It's it's a massive game, and, um... and he's got he's got six competitive games in that division still.
0: Mm.
1: You have got Carla Murray, Russ. I'm going to say Jimmy G, possibly Mac Jones, yeah. possibly any of the other top three QBs. Sure. Go out and prove yourself, Stafford. Go go and. Go and prove all this hype that you've had for the last ten years, and if you don't, then it's probably the end of your career. Big statement. Big statement. You heard it here first. <laughs> anyway, Exclusive. number two, number two.
0: I've got, I've got the two in mind. I've got either Bills and Chiefs, and I've got the Packers and Chiefs. Uh, number two, I'll go Packers and Chiefs. Yes. He absolutely smashed it. Yeah.
1: Week 18 fixture is This is better than the one I had last week When you told yeah, me yeah, <laughs> I, was, yeah, I got maybe one right Three You're on a roll here Three in a row Yes boys Packers at Chiefs Week 18 This could decide and a, a Playoff standing points yeah. This could decide Playoff orders Right Rogers beat the Chiefs Last time out When was that? 2018 I believe Is that Pat's Pat's first, first year, year? Where Ale- where he replaced Alex Smith for his injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Possible wow. Super Bowl matchup. And only four weeks before the Super Bowl as well. A month before the Super Bowl. What week is it? Week is it- eighteen. It's week eighteen. It's week, 18. It's week eighteen. Jesus, the two best quarterbacks in the league. We have the MVP, and what a lot of people are tagging the new goat.
0: Well, he's not because Brady. Bain. Yeah, but they're Brady's saying. They're old. saying. Like yeah, I know, yeah. I know yeah. <laughs> That is a That is a massive game That's a
1: massive game And it is I, I think it's going to Finalise the season if, if Rogers beats For Holmes Then Mahomes has lost to Old man Brady, Brady And old man Rogers. I mean but Rogers Is coming off an MVP season I don't care <laughs> I don't care If he's coming off an MVP <laughs> Who else is in that MVP line-up?
0: Who is it? I think Josh Allen Was probably there Josh Allen He didn't even <laughs> Rubbish are oh, you saying Josh? Allen, are you saying then Josh Allen's as good or better than Mahomes? I
1: think he's just behind. Do you reckon he'll he gets over him, past him? I reckon give it a couple more years and we'll see. He was at Wyoming for school. Yeah, I they're from Wyoming. They? Yeah, and look what he's done with the bills. But I'm saying,
0: <laughs> if Mahomes then. Loses to yeah, he's MVP but he's thirty nine years old and he's hosting Jeopardy for the next two weeks. Good he doesn't he doesn't care anymore really. He's already got his big bucks, he's he's got a rookie behind him, he doesn't care. If Rogers beats Mahomes and Mahomes has already lost to Brady, then is all the hype about Mahomes even real? Is yeah.
1: he is he even good? I think if you if he loses to both of them, the hype's up in the air for Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Trevor Lawrence to be better than and Baker, to be better than Mahomes. I'd like to see if the Chiefs play
0: any of them teams again. I'd like to see Mahomes play in the next. If they if they ever play Baker, Kyler, Josh Allen. Do you say who else did you say? Did you say someone else, or is it just I them three? Think I did.
1: I, think, I did say someone. When else, you play them really. three, and if he loses two or three of them games, yeah. from, then my, and, and the hype and Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson gets to a mm. good franchise, you've got another one there. Like, we probably have come in as fans to such a good time in terms of QBs. Oh, absolutely. And this game, Packers at Chiefs, week 18, it's at Arrowhead. It's at Arrowhead it's as well. It's at Arrowhead. He's got the home advantage. If he can't win that. How about those
0: Chiefs? <laughs> that is a huge game. Huge game. Massive game. Anyway, anyway could be the end of uh, Mahomes there.
1: Number one. Number one game. I'm we most looking forward to of the 2021 season. Well, I'm most looking
0: forward to the Patriots of Bucks. But uh, <laughs> if we're saying we, then from what you said previously about this man and uh, his team, number one has got to be the AFC
1: Championship game of last year. Bills at Chiefs. smash, it. Four out of five is not Four bad. Four out of five is good going. And to be fair, before my reasoning, you probably would have had the full house. I would have on had, the, on number five. I definitely would have put Bill's. Yeah, Bill's yeah. Chiefs is. It's, it's it's above that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah, that. So, <laughs> hopefully, we see it mid to late season. Ideally, I reckon around week ten, so yeah. between week eight and week twelve, when they're in the flow of it, maybe one of them has just come off a of bye week, mm. and they're like, "Let's fucking go! Let's <laughs> let's let's have it!" Right? You got Stefan Diggs. He stayed out at the Arrowhead Stadium for the AFC Trophy presentation and Sean McDermott had to go back and say, Okay, hey, Stefan, what are you doing? We're we having a breakdown in the locker room. Come on. And <laughs> Stefan said, nah, I've got to see what it feels like to be on the losing end before I'm on the winning end. Oh. And he had a tweet statement. after the Super Bowl saying, God damn, I was, wish I was in a Super Bowl. Stefan Diggs, if you think he is coming out To do anything other than win the AFC, you're wrong. And he has an unbelievable link
0: Mm.
1: with his QB one, Josh Allen. Yeah. You bring in Emmanuel Sanders to give Stefan Diggs even more space. And as we said, if if Mahomes can't beat Brady or Rodgers, get out of town, son, sling your hook, you're (laughs) gone, right? But other than that, I think you have the two best teams in the AFC heading into the 2021 season. Great. I think Josh Allen is building on his best season yet. He's still young. He's going into his fourth season Mm. and he looks like an MVP candidate. He looks like he looks, he looks good. He looks apart. He does. The only thing that we haven't actually mentioned yet about any of the Chiefs game in my top five is the Super Bowl hangover. When they lose, mm. teams don't seem to bounce back well. We saw it with the 49ers this year. Yeah. They didn't do well. They didn't look themselves. Yes, Jimmy G was injured. George Kittle was injured. They traded away some big Raheem boys. Raheem Mosta was injured as well. Raheem Yeah, Trent Williams came in, but he wasn't exactly guarding a great QB, Mm. so maybe we didn't see the best of him. They had to move to Arizona for their last half of games because of COVID. I don't know if the Chiefs will bounce back. Like, I I, I think they will, but this Super Bowl hangover is a thing, and it's talked about a lot. I think we're both... Say, saying on the side that
0: Mahomes isn't maybe as good as he's put out to be yeah. he should have to baseball he should have,
1: baseball. <laughs> he should have to baseball <laughs> but honestly with that game I don't think there are any comments I think it's, it's I think it's the biggest AFC competition now oh absolutely
0: yeah. 100% no, no doubt at all that that is that is probably the game of the season if they if they're both at the stage they were last season if the Chiefs are still great and the Bills are still great then it's it's going to be an amazing game. Yeah. And hopefully if it's later on in the season. But it's going to be even more interesting to see if Mahomes and the Chiefs aren't as good as they were before.
1: Fingers crossed. Scheduling works out the way we want it to. I hope so. so They've that, already done so much yet. the NFL. So that all those games, I mean obviously other than the Week 18 ones, yeah. work out for the spectators' favour.
0: So... Them games, Ben, they're they're really ones to watch. And also ones to watch, for the next few months, I think, is the other sports story I'm going to be talking about, which is British football.
1: Controversy.
0: Oh, this is... You really grinded my gears the other day, Ben, when we were talking about <laughs> this, and I'd like to hear your point on this, because... Uh, I like
1: that you need to hear my point. Oh, that's what I said. I said I'd like to hear your point <laughs> no, on no, this. No, no, no. So... Uh give give the listeners some context first. So, as we
0: know that I think it was this time last week, Aguero has said that he is leaving Manchester City at the end of the season. Without
1: a Champions League, let's just put that in there because remember he wasn't he wasn't going to leave till we had a Champions League.
0: <laughs> I so. think he's I think he's leaving either way, Ben. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. and they're still not going to win the Champions League. Um, <laughs> and it's risen the question: Who is going to replace Kun Aguero? Who is arguably the greatest? Manchester City player of all time. He won their first Premier League yeah. in sixty odd years. Um, go on, you say what you want.
1: Now let's let's put one thing across. This is this is probably the first week where it isn't us with statistics saying. Off oh, one. I have statistics. Oh, I don't have statistics. I'm going off my my mind, mm-hmm. my mental preparation, my thought, my application okay. to modern day football. This isn't, this isn't one of us leading this segment. This is purely a conversation. And the thing that I had to get Brandon to hold his tongue on was Harry Kane over Erling Haaland, right? And I don't mean Harry Kane is better than Erling Haaland. I don't, I don't mean that. I think Erling Haaland is the second best striker in the world at the moment behind Robert Lewandowski. I think that's my one-two at the moment. Personal preference, personal opinion. You don't have to agree with me. But this is the difference, in my opinion, for Erling Haaland and Harry Kane in the Prem. The Prem has seen players crumble at the knees, tremble at the knees, fall at the knees. Most recent, Timo Werner. Mm. Bad goals for Leipzig, bad goals for Germany. Comes to Chelsea. Arguably, you could say... He didn't fit Frank's skin, mm. But to put it frankly, he is tossed right now. Terrible Germany, terrible Chelsea. Yeah, he's not good. He's he sweaty he gold it to Mason Mount about five yards away from the goal <laughs> on Saturday. But with Harry Kane, you know what you're getting. You're getting a number nine. You're getting a physical Premier League renowned striker. And I'm not saying that Erling Haaland isn't physical or renowned, but the Premier League is different gravy. Mm. Man City have the ability to get who they want, when they want, how they want. Yeah, They have that ability and not many teams have that, right? So, this is my point and I know you're making a face right now, but... Yes Erling Haaland is probably and I probably by probably I mean 95% definitely 95%, definitely. 95% 99 95% okay. worth it I I think that his his a uh, release clause isn't that insanely high like compared to Mbappe mm. or Neymar or Messi he's what 175 mil yes yeah,
0: something like that.
1: yeah it's it's not it's not out of this world no. in in the current Market sure, but why not go with Kane for four years, four seasons? You know he scores goals in the Prem. You had Suarez at Barcelona with Pep towards the back end of his time there. You had Robert Lewandowski and Bayern. He has number nines, and although Haaland is the future striker of world football. I don't think he's a traditional number nine. And that is where... What I number does he wear? 17. Or I 19. Know. I yeah. think that's 19, actually. And nine, no? I I just... I mean, Kane wears 10, but it's beside the point. I just, I, I just think Kane is the better transfer at the current moment in time for Pep Guardiola and Manchester City. I don't think Haaland's worse. I think Haaland is a better player. But for what Pep's doing and for what Pep needs and what his history is, I think Harry Kane is the 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 person who should be wearing the number ten or number nine or whatever number he wears at Man City.
0: Uh, to be fair, I do agree with you. I've got notes here. Um, Harry Kane has scored sixty percent. Uh, sorry, sixty percent of his games he scored goals in. Over his career. That's mad. That's, That's actually... Uh, wow. Um, and also he's been in the hardest league. And he's got the experience.
1: And let's say... Without bias, he's been at a very inconsistent team. Absolutely, yeah. And he's still performed.
0: Ireland has scored in 68% of his games. So 8% more, but obviously he's played significantly less. However the... And worse leagues. And worse leagues, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. However, the thing I have... Like I I I agree with you, Harry Kane at this moment in time. Is obviously he's got more experience in the prem. Yeah. He's he knows what it's like to play in it. However, Aguero's been at Man City for. Twelve
1: years. Twelve years. You know, long. <clears throat>
0: what Man City are gonna need is a generational player, right? This is my view. Harry Kane's already twenty seven years old. Haaland's just about to turn 21, so there's a six-year difference. I don't know when Harry Kane turns 21, maybe it's later in this year, so that's a seven-year difference. Man City are going to need another one of them generational players. And if Haaland goes to Man City this summer, they will have at least 12, 13, 14 years with him. And Foden. And Foden. If Harry Kane goes, you may only get three, four better years out of him, Right. And the thing is, the thing, that will, the thing that will really confuse me, and I think, well, maybe maybe you as well, if they, if they have the chance to go for Haaland this year, and they don't, and they go for Harry Kane, four years down the line when Harry Kane's 32, not scoring maybe as... No, nope, by all means, he may still be like Ronaldo, but yeah. I, I don't think he will. They would have lost the chance to get Haaland when he scored 30, 34 goals in 32 games. And that's where I stand. I think they should go for Haaland because he's going to be that next-generational player for Man City and he's going to have at least six or seven years on top of Harry Kane. And like we've both agreed just now, like you said, and what we've both agreed in the past, Haaland is the best player in the world right now. And Well, you said Lewandowski, but I I, I get why you say Lewandowski, but he will be definitely the best player in the world. Yeah, and that's my reason. I understand where you're coming from with Harry Kane, but if you look at it generationally, they have to go for Erling Haaland. There's six years, yeah. seven years on him.
1: Yeah, I, but I know, I know it's a bit of a madness, and this is this is probably me playing more devil's advocate rather than my opinion. Mm. But you look at it right, and you say, I think inevitably. Haaland is going to be at Madrid or Barcelona in his career. Same with Mbappe. Same with Harry Le- Kane. Same for Harry Kane. Possibly. If this city transfer goes through, no. <laughs> <laughs> but... You, you've seen it with Messi. You've seen it with Suarez. You've seen it with Coutinho. Big names at the time, possibly Ballon d'Or winners. Were Ballon d'Or winners. Should have been Ballon d'Or winners. Yeah. Say you get in Haaland... And then Pep retires or leaves for Juve because it's the next chapter, a next club who has more than £100 in the bank.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. A next challenge. And then the manager comes in and they go, I don't like Haaland. Then is it a waste? And that's where I think the safer option is with Kane is that you know he will be there for the remainder of Pep's time. And then if the next manager comes in after Pep, then it's he's like... what he's done. Farewell. He's done what he's done. He's carried on going at the rate he should have done. This is Pep, I mean. Mm-hmm. And he's done that okay. If you bring in Haaland, you have that risk of the next manager going, he's a bit of a prick. He's a bit of an egotistical twat. I, I don't want him in this club. And you ship him on. And yes... Do you think he's like that? I, I don't think he is. But... So that's just a know, but... You're getting flustered now, then. But... <laughs> It's the generational talent thing. I hundred percent agree with. Like I do. I do. But if you had Foden and Haaland I I think the team's being built around Foden. If they get Haaland then they can build around both of them. Yeah, I. But if if yeah if if, like, if you had to choose, I I think it'd be Foden.
0: Oh yeah, because he's been there obviously yeah. a few more years. But um,
1: I get what you're saying with.
0: If Pep leaves and another manager comes in. But if you're... I can't see ever. Like, we, are we saying that Haaland is going to be on maybe the same pedestal as Messi? I, I reckon so. And the amount of managers that Barcelona have had in the last
1: five, six years. But he's also... He's been a pivotal part of saying, I don't like them. But maybe Harlem becomes that if he goes to City. Yeah. That's true.
0: It's an interesting one. I honestly, like, I, I respect your points in saying that Harry Kane, and I've I've put it down here, you can see he's in the hardest league and he has experience in the league. Yeah. I've put that down. I've I've said that that's that's Harry Kane's positives, and that's a massive positive for having experience in a league. Keep But if you have a chance to get the greatest player that's gonna be in the world in the next ten, fifteen years, you can't turn him down. And what right. he's done already in his short term at you like me say that it's not it's not the best of leagues, to Bundesliga, but still it's a top it's a top flight club. And he's also scored the most goals in twenty games yeah. for in the Champions League, which is the greatest club competition in the world. I can't see anyone turn him down and I if they get the chance I think they take Haaland over Kane despite Kane's experience oh, yes. mm. and it's I think it comes down to who Haaland is what he's become and the age gap and where he's going and where he's going to yeah. so
1: should we, should we put opinions aside and should we quickly look at facts yes so who are the big names being thrown about other than Kane Harland for, for so, this role
0: I saw on a TalkSport put a post out saying who should replace Aguero and obviously Haaland was there Kane was there let me get up now sorry it's going to be actually I won't get up this (laughs) this podcast is way too long as it is already (laughs) Haaland was top I think Kane was second but the other one was Mbappe might be already mentioned he's 22 years old Um, I've just looked at the scoring stats he's scored in 66% of the games he's ever played right? which is massive it's huge but the problem with him is he could struggle in the Premier League with how he is. I don't think, I've, I haven't seen loads Much of him, probably. but he doesn't seem physical enough no, to me. I
1: was thinking the exact same and thing. And
0: you've got to be physical in this league, and you, you get that with Haaland. He's a physical guy. You saw him against the, who was it? Who was it the other week in the Champions League when he barred that guy oh, out of the way? Yeah. And, they go, and you see that with Kane as well, who we both said. He's severe. Severe. Mbappe is great but he's not strong enough and he's not no. physical enough. And like you say, he's released clauses...
1: Like 280 mil or
0: something. Over the roof. Um, and the other man was Romelu Lukaku, who's 27 years old. Betraying the red side of Manchester. That's what I was thinking as well. But Tevez was... has done that. Yeah, he's done that. Tevez is a rebel. Um, <laughs> Lukaku scored in 50% of his games, which is still massive, the amount of games he's played in his career. However... Like I've said with Kane, he's 27, and they need a genera- generational player in Man City. And if they didn't think that, then they would have stuck with Gabriel, who is
1: their number nine at yeah. the moment. He so, wears number nine. what does this mean for him? What, what does this mean for Jesus? He goes. He goes. I think he
0: goes. He can't be sitting behind Aguero for the last three, four seasons. And then Aguero gets injured. He has a chance to prove himself. And then Pep's like... Mm. Now nah, let's get someone else in. Yeah. he's obviously not shown what Pep wants. He's twenty four now, and he's like I was saying, he's never properly shown what he can do in the Premier. He's never lived up to that Aguero status. And if Pep does go out and looks for a new player, then it shows that Pep hasn't got confidence in Jesus. Mm. And Jesus is like, right, I'm just going to be sitting another two three years on the bench unless Haaland or Kane or Mbappe gets injured and I'm not going to play, so I might as well just leave. So I think he has got What about you? Do you think he's gonna- he'll leave if they get someone in?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I-, I don't think there's an option. I think, as you've rightly said, he's sat behind an old man for the last three years, mm. and there's no way... He's only got game time
0: because he's yeah. been injured.
1: And, you know, even when they played Aguero and Jesus, Aguero, in my opinion, outperformed Jesus. Yeah. And that's with a man leaving who's plus 30 years old. Mm. Anyway, let's put the icing on the cake with this. And final question. Yep. Your opinion. Who best suits Pep style as of right now for the role?
0: Erling Haaland.
1: The man can do anything. Like we mentioned a few weeks
0: ago, he's called the Terminator. <laughs> All right? What does the Terminator do? Terminate. He terminates. It doesn't matter if you're coming up against, I don't know, Hello Kitty or you're coming up against The Rock. He's going to terminate them both. It's a, it's a different gravy, then two, and he still terminates. Pep likes to pass the ball around. And he works through, and Haaland has shown that he's very versatile. He can do anything. He can run with the ball. He can collect the ball. And to be fair, that's where Kane would be good in a Man City squad. Mm. Because he's last few seasons, he's learned the ball over the top. And you get De Bruyne there in the middle, he can win them ball over the top... Kane gets his big ass body into it and he can (laughs) smash (laughs) it in the goal but Haaland he's only 20 years old he's still young he's versatile and Pep can implement everything he wants into Haaland he's a talented kid he can do anything because he's so young he can the world is his oyster
1: We have finally reached the last segment. It's been it's been a very interesting episode. There's been big news, big deals, big conversation. I mean it's probably been the longest one. Yeah? Five minutes of our fucking Tesco meal deals. (laughs) I also think it's probably been our best one. You think so? I think so. There's been a lot that breaking we've had breaking news! again we've had big debates and we've had further conversation I think this is a good one for the listeners mm. but we're at that time I predict right and we're back with NFL obviously as is NFL focus week despite the last 15 minutes being on Harland Kane at City <laughs> we've had an hour on NFL already so let's, let's finish this hour and 15 minute podcast with some predictions so, Brandon, take it away, lad. I'm going first. You go first this week. All right. So, as we mentioned before,
0: there are going to be plenty of international games being played in, uh, across the globe for the next at least eight years. And this prediction, which I'm talking about, has been spoken about for as long as I've started watching it.
1: Six oh, years. right, I'm interested. Right.
0: Britain will have an NFL franchise. And obviously, we've had... Obviously, they've had the London Monarchs back in the day, no. but they weren't in the NFL. No. Britain are going to have an NFL franchise. And that we will see, in the next 20 years, this happen, right? With the, international, the new international um, games in here, NFL are bringing more games overseas and abroad, right? They're expanding. They want it to expand. They're playing more games here than ever before and across the globe and as we know the Jacksonfield Jaguars oh is this beef now? there's beef sorry. In the football sorry <laughs> there's beef in the football we've got this um, as we've seen the Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan who's also owner of Fulham yep he's rumoured over the last few years to relocate the Jags UK. to the UK and like we said the sport is growing here and we've seen consistent games get sold out Yeah. Them twenty eight games that we've had in the UK, all of them have pretty much been sellouts, and it's so difficult, and you have to be right on the ball to get them tickets when they come out. It's like a concert, mm. right? And this is where this is where I'm a bit like, oh, oh, someone's done something that we don't know about, right? Listen to this, right, Ben. Think about this, right? Spurs' new stadium is made for the NFL, yeah, right? The the the, the outside looks like an NFL stadium, even though it looks like a toilet, but it still looks like an NFL stadium. And the inside, it's got the lar- largest bar in Europe, yep. correct? Surely, they won't create an NFL stadium for two games a year, for just two games a year, yeah. right? They've got a pitch underground, which they would have spent millions on. They're not just doing that for two games a year. No. Surely, Spurs and the people who designed it Know something that we don't because you wouldn't spend all that money and do all that for two games a year. And they've said if there's a British team it's home will be the Spurs stadium because it's all made for it. FAO Barter come home. Exactly. you're a come out of retirement. We'd have a proper team. Get Neil Reynolds' son in there. ajee who won the Super Bowl or the Eagles. I think it was the Eagles, yeah. Spurs know something that we don't. All right. And they also know that Harry Kane's going to move to City, which we don't. But Spurs are doing something. They would not spend that much money on an NFL stadium with, NFL, with the yeah. NFL pitch coming out of the ground. What do they know, Ben? What do they know? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Next 20 what? years and we're going to have a British team in the UK. What would be your ideal name? Oh, no. But the... It can't be, It would be London. The London... <laughs> The London Lunatics. Because us un-Londoners. Yeah. Hooligans. London Lunatics. What, 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 what you about yours? the loonies, the loonies, the loonies. That's the way we like hey, it. These American <laughs> fans will come over and they'll be in the shock of their lives with a yeah. chance we <laughs> sing at them. What about, you? What, what would you call it? Let's say London has to be the first name though. Uh, let's
1: go. Let's have a listen think. Let's go. London. It, it, let's, let's say the Jags come over. Okay. London Leopards. Oh, Keep it Jag Graffine. Nice alliteration. I like that. London Leopards. Here's what like. Cheers, Siri. <laughs> London
0: Leopards. <laughs> I like that. Oh, Ben, we've got that out of the way. Tell
1: us about your prediction. I shall. And this goes back to my power rankings this week. Nice. Especially last year's MVP, Big Aaron Rodgers. Now, news has come out he's not happy with the owners or the coaching staff. And could it be tipping point? Could it be jeopardy in the Packers organisation if no weapons are drafted for Big Aaron Rodgers? Mm. (laughs) Hmm. However, I believe, my prediction this week, the Green Bay Packers finally get back to the Super Bowl as NFC champions. Now, obviously the Buccaneers have retained all 22 of their starters on offence and defence and this is big news. Yeah. But again, this is the third time mentioning it today. What Brady will we get? Mm. But not only what Brady will we get what gronk will we get? Yeah. Will Chris Godwin want more reps over Mike Evans? Mm. Will there be internal flames? Will there be beef? Will BA be able to cope with the egos in the Buccaneers franchise? Didn't think of that at all about what they're going to be like. And right now the best team in the NFC to take advantage of that, who dominate their division year after year, mm. who get playoffs year after year, who have a Super Bowl with their QB, is the Green Bay Packers. That's really interesting. I've not th- thought about
0: all of them egos. Because yeah. last year, them That's egos... Went... They knew their place.
1: But this year, anything could happen. <sighs> What's one of our famous sayings, Brandon? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And And I think... Yeah. This year is actually mad how reliant the Buccaneers will be. Sorry, the season is unbelievably reliant on the Buccaneers, Mm. depending on what Buccaneers we get. Yeah. And what Mahomes we get. And what Mahomes we get. Oh, my days. Oh, this has been...
0: I think this has actually been our best one. We've re- we've really pushed the boat out with some of our comments we've done
1: today and some of our statements. But I, I mean, if if anyone's going to beat the box, it's going to be the Packers. We're we're winding closer and closer to our to our season finale on draft day, mm-hmm. and we're building up and up and up in our uh, standard of podcast, standard yes. of topic content. And I think we put the cherry on top today. love it and i thoroughly enjoyed it it's been great and we hope everyone listening has enjoyed it as well farewell